Okay, good morning and thank you for joining us on this Monday edition of Talk Football Talk Sports. Um, you are listening to Empire Radio 104.5 FM. Uh, my name is Jerry Efuma, or feel free to always call me DJ Twonder. And I'd like to welcome you all to that sporting world of information and just proper entertainment. I have sincere apologies um, for, <laughs> I know when you heard the underbelly, you expected to hear that voice, but then hey, um, we just had to put on one or two in place. But then it is Banter Monday, yes, and I am alone in the studio. <laughs> um, it, 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 they, they didn't do it on purpose. They didn't do it on purpose. Uh, Desmond had the thing he was dealing with, and I'm from Akinshio as well, had one or two things that um, he is dealing with. But then do, don't, don't, don't worry about that. I got you guys covered. Um, um, like I like to say, insurance cover on now. <laughs> so no problem, no problem. I got you guys covered. It's a new week. As always, we are thanking God for life. Please stay safe out there. Always sanitize and wash your hands as well as keeping your environment super clean. Yes, coronavirus um, is still out there. And um, if there's one thing that um, the COVID has taught us is to keep our environment um, super clean. I'm top of bottom spot crew and all of us here at Empire Radio. We are wishing you all a great and a safe week ahead. Um, the Empire FM Fantasy Premier League is ongoing as usual. Uh, competition is competition. Uh, the group has been insane. I was in my mischievous mode over the weekend uh, where I had to, <laughs> I had to, you know, Chelsea has been receiving a lot of banter left, right, and center. And um, they called me out in the group. You know, I had to answer now, you know. I had to answer the clarion's call <laughs> of banter, the clarion's call of banter in the group. But then, you know, it was fun. It was fun. I had fun on Saturday. I had fun yesterday. I've not been there this morning because I was preparing for the show, obviously. But then, hey, um, if you're not, if you've not joined the group, you're still on a long team you know, because it's happening there. Uh, back and forth banter. You know, it's it's been a minute. I had so much fun in the group. I'm bantering. I've not bantered in a while. But then, hey. You know, with Chelsea receiving it left, right, and center, you know, they really came at me. They really came at me. They just, you know, different funny stickers and all that. Uh, but then I think um, the EFL Cup resumed tomorrow. It was all about the FA Cup this weekend. So the AM Empire FM Fantasy Premier League is on hold until um, the few days' time where uh, it gets back into action. But then if you want to join both groups, just send me hi on WhatsApp to 080 2008 080 I will send you the group link and you can partake in the Empire FM Sport family and everything we do in both groups. Also, if you do want to sponsor us or uh, discuss um, some sort of um, way that you can you know, be a part of us, uh, this, the number is still the same. Just send me hi on WhatsApp to 0027972008. Let us discuss terms and conditions. Also, this program is being recorded and will be posted on the podcast later. So if you want to listen, I always drop the link in that same group. Um, later, so that's just another reason for you um, to join the group. But then let's um, quickly look at other sporting action. Hmm. Starting with tennis, and Novak Djokovic uh, beat Sebastian Koda 6 7 7 6 6 4 to win the Adelaide International and extend his winning run in Australia to 34 matches. Uh, Djokovic now has 92 career ATP singles titles, level with Rafael Nadal, with only Jimmy Connors, Roger Federer, and Ivan Lendl to have won more. Meanwhile, Ayana Sabalenka won her 11th career singles title, beating 18-year-old Linda Abnoskova 6-3-7-6 in the women's final. I'm still in tennis. United States beat Italy 4-0 um, to win the inaugural mixed teams United Cup. Award number 19, Lofrit secured the title with a 7-6-7-6 victory over Matteo Berrettini in the best of five final. And finally, in tennis, two-time Australian Open champion Naomi Osaka has withdrawn from this year's Australian Open just eight days before the start of the tournament. Osaka has not played on the WTA Tour since September and has slipped to 42nd in the world rankings with no reason given for a withdrawal 
from the Australian Open. Other star names that will be missing from the tournament include seven-time Grand Slam winner um, for the two-year-old Venus Williams and world number one Carlos Alcaraz. Um, in athletics, world um, athletics president Lord Cole revealed there is no suggestion that there has been any state-sponsored drug cheating in Kenya athletics despite a series of high-profile um, doping scandals. Kenya avoided joining Russia in being banned from international competition in November after other nations um, voiced their concern to the sports group global um, governing body. Russia received several bans after a 2016 report found evidence of a state-sponsored doping program across many sports. Kenya Sports Minister Abadu Namwamba has pledged to spend $25 million over the next five years to clean up the sport and also hopes to turn doping into a criminal offense. 17 Kenyan athletes failed doping tests last year, while a total of 55 Kenyan athletes are currently serving um, bans. In golf, John Ram completed a remarkable come from behind victory after shooting a 10 under final round to finish on 27 under to win the Century Tournament of Champions. Colin Morikawa, who was leading comfortably before the final round crumbled to finish second at 25 under, collecting a $1.5 million pause. However, it was John Ram who ended up with a nine birdies, one eagle, and one bogey in a spectacular final round, earning a $2.7 million pause as he banked the third victory from his, five, from his past five overall starts following European Tour wins at the Spanish Open and, of course, the DB World Tour um, Championship. In boxing, Tyson Fury's camp have sent a draft contract to Alexander Usyk and his team to sign with co-promoter Frank Warren the reaffirming plans for a bout in March. Both heavyweight champions look set to hold an undisputed world heavyweight title fight in two months with apparent progress uh, between both parties on an, on an agreement. And Frank Warren reveals that um, the papers are in the hands of Usyk at his entourage with the promoter hopeful of a deal can be struck real soon. No location has been agreed on yet for any fight with Fury able to command huge crowds in the United Kingdom while Usyk have enjoyed a major Saudi Arabia uh, payday. Um, let me quickly dissect this one. You guys know I like boxing, yeah? It's not as if I can fight, so I can't fight, but then hey. <laughs> um, we've been waiting for this undisputed fight um, from way back, from the time that um, Joshua was holding um, those um, three belts and um, Deontay Wilder was holding the WC WBC belt. Then, um, you know, it didn't happen. The fight between Joshua and Wilder didn't happen. And um, then Fury got the belt from um, Deontay Wilder and we're hoping for a heavyweight um, unification belt, uh, all British boxer because whether we like it or not, uh, Joshua might be Nigerian um, born or breed uh, with the Nigerian name and all that, but then, or Nigerian heritage, but then, you know, he, he, he represents England and uh, we're hoping for all British belt, you know, between Joshua and Fury, it would have been an interesting one. It didn't happen. Joshua then lost his belt to Alexander Usyk and now, um, they are talking about it again. I just don't hope they break. I just hope they don't break her heart. Um, the third time, um, lucky because I really want to see um, an undisputed champion in the heavyweight division, somebody that will unite all the belts. And um, it would have been interesting to see um, Joshua Wilder, Joshua Fury. Uh, but then, take nothing away from Alexander Osik. He has paid his dues. He worked his way um, to where he is now. He's um, in his own weight, in his own in his own class. Uh, the best pound for pound is on is undefeated, uh, same as Fury, undefeated as well. So hey, um, somebody has to collect defeat unless that fight ends um, in a draw. But then, um, Alexander Usyk is a tough guy. He's a tough guy, very good fighter, a very stubborn fighter. Um, 
Tyson Fury, we know Tyson Fury with his height, with his frame. He's a very, very good fighter as well, very good boxer. And um, um, he, he, he pulls crowd in, in the UK. Um, Olizada Usyk doesn't care, he will fight you anywhere. Um, of course, the venue has to be uh, the, the, the ones that will pay um, the most. But then I would prefer uh, if, they, if they fight in a neutral ground like in the US. Uh, like uh, say Madison Square Garden or in Las Vegas or something, you know, where uh, but the thing is, the money has to be right. And if the crowd in the UK or in the Saudi Arabia it will be more than um, the one in the US, of course, they will go where the crowd is or where the money is. But then, you know, I don't want something like uh, where uh, they fight in the UK and um, of course the crowd will be backing Tyson Fury or uh, let them go to a neutral ground. Yeah, there's, uh, there's something we should say in secondary school, money, Jack Atemo. So that's all matcha or something. So it, it would be nice too. It would be nice. But then I hope they, they agree on that contract real soon. And um they get to fight uh, that fight that I have been waiting for for over two years. Alright, finally in basketball, this morning result from the NBA saw Memphis Grizzlies defeated Utah Jazz 123-118 at the FedEx Forum and Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> they edged Miami Heats 102-101 away at the FTX Arena. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves also defeated Houston Rockets 104-96 away at the Toyota Center. Oklahoma City Thunder claimed the 120-109 home win over Dallas Mavericks at the Paycom Center. Cleveland Cavaliers stunned Phoenix Suns 112-98 away at the Footprint Center while Atlanta Hawks beat LA Clippers. 1208 away at the crypto.com arena. And from the local scene in the Nigeria Premier Football League, <laughs> I have to get used to it, sorry guys. In the Nigeria's Premier Football League, only match I played yesterday, and first half goals from Imade Osenko and Ismail Seriki, so newly promoted Ben Dell Insurance. Stunned former champions Aqua United 2-0 away at the Godswill Aquabio International Stadium to make a winning return to the league since 2019. Uh, what does this mean for the MPFL? Uh, the the, the, the uh, chairman of the IMC of the IMC promised us that uh, they want um, a league where uh, away teams will play without fear and without intimidation. The referees um, will ref the games. Uh, without fear, without intimidations, and we get to see uh, more away wins like this. And what a way uh, to, 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 to make that statement come true with a team that is newly promoted back into the league, going to the home of the former champions uh, because uh, Rivers United took the title from Aqua United, who took the title from Play 2 United. So, you know, going to way to the former champions in that um, beautiful stadium in Uyo and um, getting that two goals. They scored the goals in the first half. And second half, they kept it tight, they kept it nice, and you know, they played with all confidence, you know, they did. They were not intimidated, you can imagine the, the amount of pressure they were on under in, in that second half, and uh, you know, they, they kept it clean. What a way to announce your return back uh, to the MPFL, it is crazy. Um, <laughs> I hope we'll go to Doma United, so I'm talking about Sunshine Stars now. I hope we'll go away to Doma United and um, get something away from there but then you know it's a it's a good precedent for what we should be expecting um this season i know um not this season the season before not last season the season before that there were a lot of away wins as well um shocking ones as well stunning ones that we didn't expect but then i think this season we should expect more away wins but then um i think i remember desmond saying something on friday about um you know our roads and you know traveling all those hours going there and not really performing you know i don't know how these guys did it I don't know how these guys did it, but then they did it, and um, you know, it, 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 hopefully, hopefully, uh, we'll get to look past or we'll get to move past our logistical issues, and um, actually, I'll get to play some real football um, 
from the away grounds. Nothing like when your away teams come to um, your ground and you know actually play football, not just sit back and take it. You know, you can imagine a team coming to the um, Akura Township Stadium and giving Sunshine Stars a run for their money. It, it, it will be nice. It will be nice. It makes the game more interesting. You know, the fans will love it. And um, it will be good for TV as well since um, we'll start showing um, our league on terrestrial television before we proceed um, to cable TV. Um, good one for the NPFL there. Let's see um, how that proceeds um, going forward. But then, in some footballing news from Europe top five leagues, I'm starting with selected result from the Coupe de France, also known as the French FA Cup. Uh, Pau, they claim, is turning to one home win over Montpellier. Um, Strasbourg and Angers battle to a goalless draw after one round 20 minutes, but Angers edged it 5-4 on penalties. Now, Terman Marseille, they beat Harris 2-0 away. Um, Lyon edged Mets 2-1 at home. Uh, Lepore claimed the shock 1-0 home win over Nice. Um, Leo defeated Troy 2-0 um, at home. Um, Jonathan David and Mohamed Bayo with the goal. They need a half. Um, Reyes, they edged Bordeaux 2 on the way. Monaco had Rodgers played out a trailing 2-2 draw after extra time, uh, but then Rodgers, they edged it um, 5-4 on penalties while PSG defeated um, Chaturu 3-1 thanks to Hugo Ekitike, um, Carlos Sola and Joan Bernat's goals. Uh, in the Italian Serie A, Fiorentina beats Atuolo 2-1 in Florence. Danilo's 86-minute goal gave Juventus a 1-0 win over Udinese at the Alliance Stadium. Monza twice came from behind to hold Inter Milan to a 2-2 draw home. Salaritana and Torino battled to a 1-1 draw. Spezia Leite also played out um, a 0-0 draw while Empoli recovered from two goals down to draw Lazio 2-2 um, away at the Stadio Olimpico. At the San Siro, Pierre Kalulu and Tommaso Popuega gave AC Milan a 2-0 lead uh, but late goals from Roger Ivanez and Tani, Tammy Abraham to a Roma fight back um, to finish that match 2-2. While ugly does Napoli got back to winning ways after losing 1-0 to Inter a midweek, uh, they got back to winning ways um, with a 2-0 victory away at 10-man at Sampdoria thanks to our very own Victor Simen and LG Elmas and penalty. Uh, Napoli is still top of the log on 44 points. Juventus now second with um, 37 points. And AC Milan third also on 37 points. Inter Milan and fourth position on 34 points. Um, tonight, Verona, the host Cremonese, Atalanta travel to Bologna. Uh, let's quickly talk about the result um, in the Serie A. Uh, <laughs> um, Juventus, Danilo, it's a six minute. Um, in their last match, I think it was um, Akadus Milik that scored in the 91st minute. I can't remember who they played, uh, but I, I, I know it was in the 91st minute. They got the three points. This time around, it's six minutes. They got the, <laughs> the three points. Um, you guys, Juventus, just uh, quietly going about their business, creeping in um, with everything that is happening at that club right now, with the board and um, you know being checked um, for one or two. <laughs> I will spoke about it um, on one of the editions of the shows. And, um, it's just funny. It's just funny that um, it's not affecting the footballing side of things. Uh, we've given. Uh, we have. I have to hold my hands up. Uh, we've given uh, Maxim, Max Allegri a lot of stick uh, that maybe he should leave. Uh, at a point, we were even saying that maybe he'll be the next one to be fired. And um, look at what he has done. You know, I think um, he's doing what uh, Man United are doing right now. Just going about their business under the radar, picking up those wins. You know, however we possible trying to keep as much clean sheets as possible in between. And one thing I always say about clean sheets is it gives your team confidence. When your team knows that, see, we know we cannot concede. Anywhere, anybody wants to play, we know we cannot concede. But what we need to do is just try and get that goal and just keep it tight, keep it neat, keep it compact. I will get the three points. And that has been working for Juventus. And they just look at them now. At the point, I think they were seventh or eighth. And now they are second. So, hey, 
<laughs> anything can happen, you know, this is stuff that um, champions are made of. Uh, but then, let me put one notion out. I just hope in future they will not tell us that um, there will be a lot of match fixing involved. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't know what's happening, but then, hey, uh, that's not taking anything away from Juventus and their hard work and um, everything that they have done. Well done, well done to the old um, Juventus players and a massive shout out um, to Max Allegri who has actually turned things around. Don't forget, Juventus, um, I think they were knocked out of the champ. Yeah, they were knocked out of the Champions League group um, to the, I think, Europa League or even, I think they finished bottom. I can't really remember. But uh, Benfica topped that group, PSG finished second. So <laughs> Juventus, they had a very, very uh, miserable start to the season. But then for them, seeing them where they are right now, it's actually uh, massive, massive. Another key game there that I'm looking at right now um, is Inter Milan. You know, how, how do you go from beating log leaders Napoli and give them their first defeat or going away to Monza to draw 2 2? But then Monza needed, um, I think, the 90, 93rd minute or 95th minute own goal from Denzel Dumfries um, to draw that match. Now, what people don't know about Monza is this um, they were promoted, and um, but they don't play like that promoted team. Uh, they don't play like that promoted team. They play like that experienced team, um, and they've been getting some decent results. Initially, when they started the season, they lost a couple of matches. But the moment they started winning, I think they got um, some straight wins. I think one of those wins was over Juventus as well. They got some series of some serious wins under their belt, and it gave that team confidence. Although uh, they went into the um, World Cup break and it halted their momentum, but then they got back and they are, pro they are proving it's tough not to crack. Massive result for for, for Monza. They have massive results at home, uh, holding um, the former champions Inter Milan to a 2-2 draw. It's not easy, you know. They score you, you score them back. They score you, you score them back. Twice they came from there. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. Shout out to Monza. Uh, Inter Milan they need to fix up. Uh, but then sometimes these things they happen. I hope um, it doesn't affect the confidence and they actually push um, for the title. Uh, meanwhile, another one there, AC Milan. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is this 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 is this is now the, the, the three points that they the um what's it get the, that they closed uh, between Napoli in midweek uh with that two one win away after Salanitana and now they've given it um they have given it away they lost two out of those three points you know by drawing at home to Roma but then Roma is not a small thing we spoke about it on, on the Friday show um we expect it will see more I think Amos talked about it expect it will see Mario team to be to be compact. Uh, to be very very tight and that was what they did uh, coming from 2-0 down I, I, I can't even imagine I'm sure the players will be like I don't want to get back to that dressing room to face Jose Mourinho <laughs> you know because um, Jose Mourinho can be very very I don't know uh, what was that word now I, I, I don't know I don't, I don't want to use that word on air but then Jose Mourinho can be Jose Mourinho and um, <laughs> 2 0 but then they are the reigning champions you know they are very similar very very good at San Siro uh, but then throwing away that two go two goal lead, yeah, it would have been very very disappointing for them. Day two they consider late goals. Um, Tammy Abraham happy for him. Uh, it's been a bit up and down for him. Uh, I, I'm sure he was sure uh, that he was going to the World Cup. He didn't go to the World Cup, so psychologically the young lad was be feeling some type of way. But then hey, you know he got back to doing his thing and um, he got he, he helped them in getting that crucial equalizer um, at the Santiro. It's a big goal um, for him. Uh, at least it's going to do the young man a whole lot of good. I'm giving them that confidence. But then Napoli, you know, you just can't stop Napoli right now. Sure you understand. You know, they stopped them in the last match. You say, hey, okay, it's okay. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, you can stop, take three points from us. But then, hey, we are still going to May. And, you know, they got back to winning ways. Away at Sampdoria. Sampdoria, uh, after the break, 
after the break they've been impressive as well uh, before the break they had some series of poor results but then after the World Cup break you know they've been impressive as well they've been really really impressive uh, with the death of um, Gianluca Vialli, a Sampdoria legend you know they gave him a minute silence a very nice um, um, farewell at the stadium in that match you know but then and it was emotional but then hey Napoli they didn't care <laughs> they just went there Victor Osimhen I think uh, he scored the first goal he was involved in uh, the red card um, for the, the Sampdorian player. So Victor Simon is very key, you know, taking up that leadership role. Hopefully translate that into the Super Eagles. You think what I want from Jose um, Pesero to do is look at how our players play in Europe or for their club side. Don't let me limit it to Europe alone. Look at how these are Nigerian players play for their club side and look at how they use them to their strengths. Then translate that to the Super Eagles. Play to these players' strengths. There's a reason Paul Onachu is killing it in the Belgian league, if you understand. Uh, look at how the is it Genk or Ghent. Look at how they are playing. And um, if it's um, if there's a way the match is going and we need to play that way, you know, bring on our train. The team they, you do these things in training. You know, they play to his strength. He will give you that goal. We know he can score goals. He has that height, and you know you can put the ball at the back of the net. So you know, watch how these our guys play at their club sides and you know translate them to the Super Eagles not just technical technical and you can't, you can't bring that technicality to the Super Eagles please eh? let's 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 we want success we want to get back to being top so Napoli I'm 44 points 44 points but then Juventus is back now and um you know Juventus if they are chasing you you have to I can remember um Nap yeah it was still Napoli that year when Mauricio Sarri was coach of Napoli it was between Napoli and Juventus <laughs> uh, I think Napoli finished with 90 points as a 92 point and Juventus finished with 95 and uh, uh, what's his name uh, Mauricio Sarri said uh, football can be very cruel um you know having 90 points and not winning the league but then when it came to the Premier League and Liverpool finished with 97 points and uh, Man City finished with 98 points I was like oh wow he thought he had seen it all with his Napoli team he thought uh, football can be very very unfair but what happened to Liverpool he could relate and um, you know he just said that <laughs> football can really uh, be cruel but then shout out to Napoli for getting back to winning ways hopefully uh, the likes of Juventus, AC Milan and Inter Milan can you know, give them a run for their money not forgetting the likes of Lazio and Roma although those ones is just consistency um, that is killing them um, let's move on to the Spanish La Liga Iago Aspas Iago Aspas early goal was enough as Celta Vigo claimed the 1-0 win away at Elche and Cadiz stunned Valencia 1-0 away at the Mestalla and goals from Jeremy Pino and Gerard Moreno either side of Karim Benzema was penalty gave Villarreal a 2-1 win um, over reigning champions Real Madrid Mallorca beat Real Valladolid 1-0 Espanyol and Girona battled to a 2-2 draw while second half goals from David Silva and Alexander Solot gave Real Sociedad a 2-0 away win at Almeria hmm. In Seville, Sevilla defeated Getafe 2-1 um, Real Betis also edged Rayo Vallecano 2-1 away while Barcelona they beat Atletico Madrid 1-0 at the Wanda Metropolitano thanks to Usman Dembele's um, 22nd minute and goal Barcelona and our 3 points clear of Real Madrid at the top of the log uh, with all due respect to the other teams um, in, in, in La Liga uh, we have to talk about the match uh, between uh, um, Real Madrid and um, what, what's his name? Um, Villarreal and also Atletico Madrid versus Barcelona. This is this is an interesting one for me. Uh, I think earlier 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 on in the season, um, me and the gang we, we spoke about it and um, it was it was a bit tricky, you know, talking about Real Madrid and Barcelona. That um, it's those two this season. Um, Atletico Madrid won't really give them a run for their money. But then you know, <laughs> uh, Real Madrid started well. I think they, they had some series of straight wins 
um, but now they've been wobbling. Um, Karim Benzema got injured. Uh, they did well without him actually for a bit, for a minute or so. But then, you know, after that, it was just um, um, trying to pack things up. Then they've seen the World Cup and since they got back, you could see before the World Cup that he, uh, they were beginning to struggle. And now um, it's actually showing. Uh, Benzema is back, but Villarreal is not a small team. They are a stubborn side. Gerard Moreno, this is an experienced lad. Um, they won the UEFA Cup, sorry, the Europa League. Uh, just a couple of years ago, you know, beating my United in the final. Yes, I had to chip that in there for a positive. But then, hey, you have to show respect to Villarreal. They are not that small team. But then, you know, um, it's a chance that Real Madrid didn't take, and it's a chance that Barcelona actually took away Atletico Madrid. Now, Atletico Madrid, um, Barcelona, they do know how to beat Atletico Madrid um, during Messi days. But I think the trend has continued after Messi had left. You know. Uh, the, the match was typical Atletico Madrid game, filled with yellow cards and two people were sent off um, towards the end. Uh, I think Stefan Savic and um, one other Barcelona player that were sent off at the, towards the end. You know, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know uh, what we think Atletico Madrid, we think Diego Simeone, we think their style of football. Uh, some people call it haram football, some people call it negative football. But then, you know, they've won stuff with um, that football over the years. And um, I think it's time that that style is not working anymore. Uh, what do they do next? Do they fire Simeone? Or just like Max Allegri, will he get his act together and actually drag them back into the mix and um, you know, probably fight for the La Liga? You've seen that um, even the Barcelona Real Madrid are not really that consistent like that, like that. So it's actually Atletico Madrid's um, game. They can really step up and take it to that next level. But then they too, they have their own thing. You have Felix wants to leave. Uh, Matthias Kunha has left um, for Wolves. Um, they have their own internal battles and demons that they are dealing with. So hopefully they fix up as well and um, um, they give us a very good title chart. But then, you know, one minute Barcelona top of the log, next minute Real Madrid top of the log. Now it's Barcelona top of the log. Um, anyways, tonight Atletico Bilbao host to Sasuna. La Liga action continue for La Liga lovers. Enjoy, just um, enjoy um, that one. Alright, in England, it was all about the FA Cup, uh, starting with Manchester United 3-1 win over Everton at Old Trafford. Southampton, they came from behind to edge Crystal Palace. I'm um, 2-1 away at Taylor's Park. Kelechi Yen at just 56 minute goals. So Leicester City beat Gillingham 1-0 away. Harry Kane's um, second half goal gave Tottenham a 1-0 win over Portsmouth. Uh, Burnley defeated Bournemouth 4-2 away at the Vitality Stadium, while Blackpool, they trashed the Tottenham Forest forward. At home, um, in the London derby between Brentford and West Ham, said Benrahma 79th minute goal, saw West Ham edge the game 1-0. Uh, Fulham East Pass Hall City 2-0 away. Uh, Brighton dismantled Middlesbrough uh, 5-1 at the Riverside. Sheffield Wednesday, they claimed a massive 2-1 win over the Newcastle United. While Leeds United came from two goals down to draw Cardiff City away 2-2 and forced. A replay at Anfield, Goncalo, and Guedes opener was cancelled by Darwin Nunes and Musala's goal. But um, Huang he chance goal ensured that the game ended 2-2 and forced the replay. Meanwhile, Wolves were denied a good goal, a very good goal um, that would have seen them knocked out reigning champions of Liverpool. At Villa Park, late goals from Jamie Reid and Dean Campbell helped Stefanich to a famous 2-1 win um, over Aston Villa. While Man City, they trashed Chelsea 4-0 at the ATR thanks to Yuan Alvarez penalty field folding and the Real Madrid's um, free kick and penalty as well. So, um, Man, <laughs> let's talk about the FA Cup. Let's talk about the FA Cup. Okay, uh, my United. I saw the my United Everton game. 
Um, it was a, it was a, it was a dope game. It was a dope game. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice. Um, a good goal. Um, Conor Godi scored for Everton. Also scored an own goal. Um, Anthony scored the, the opener. Then Marcus Rashford scored a penalty. Um, late into the game. Um, the thing about my my United is, you know, Eric Ten Hag he recognizes that. See, we are not there yet. But then, you know, they've been they've been, they've, been, they've just been taking it one game at a time one game at a time and the result I've been following and that result translates into confidence into that team and everybody's playing out of their skin right now so it actually helps you see Casemiro uh, is actually very very comfortable in that team now uh, making that um, midfield his own um, not forgetting the likes of Christian Eriksen who has been supreme in that midfield um, forcing Bruno Fernandes to actually up his game uh, he begs to ask the question was Rolando really the problem of that team. Uh, she don't get involved with this thing. Was Ronaldo really the problem of Manchester United? Please let me know your thoughts on that. Let me know your thoughts on that. Also, what next for Chelsea? But we'll get to Chelsea in a bit. But then let me know your thoughts on that. The number you can send your SMS to is 080 2299 with your name and location 0022991045. Um, looking at um, the numbers of results that Manchester United have put together, um, was Cristiano Ronaldo really the problem? Of Manchester United because everything seemed to be good. Uh, the play, the manager seemed to have more control over his team. Um, players are actually uh, playing um, for the manager now. Before you could see the way they were playing, they were playing uh, like the way Chelsea is playing now. But then you know, you know, they got their confidence back, they got their desire back, and they are doing um, what they are supposed to do. And the results following. Shout out to Lotaro, um, Lisandro Martinez. Lisandro Martinez. That guy has been. That guy has been has been insane. It has been insane for that Man United defense. Uh, short guy, uh, people like me. Initially, I supported him. Then later, I came back and criticized him. But I've been seeing him. That guy is a fighter. He's a bully. You might be short, but then he's a bully. He's a bully. He's a bully. He's a bully. Uh, if Enzo Fernandez is like that, then I think um, Chelsea should just pay the release clause. That one twenty million euros, and um, because it's not by their height anymore. Because um, if you think height is part of it in the Premier League, just be tough. You know, Carlos Tevez was tough in the Premier League. Javier Mascherano was tough in the Premier League. And they succeeded with Liverpool, West Ham, um, Man City, and Man United, respectively. So, come on. Who says um, um, this guy? I've seen Lissandro Martinez, and um, I can tell you, he, 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 he plays without fear. Uh, he's calm on the ball. He, he knows when to clear the ball. He knows when to tackle. He's very, very tough. He's very, very, very tough. And um, if you go one on one with him, he, he, he gets talking, and um, it's crazy. It's crazy. I like him. I like him. He's won me over. I'm a fan now. I'm a fan now. Um, David, David are here playing out of his skin right now. Insane, insane, insane for Manchester United. Um, nice one. Um, Kelechi here and got back um, to um, scoring for Leicester City. They beat Gillingham. Uh, but then the beauty about the FA Cup is the upsets. Is the upset, you know, uh, because of Chelsea's aqua and everything, people are not paying attention to the other big teams. Um, I think eight Premier League teams uh, were knocked out in this last round of the FA Cup. Uh, we'll get to that one in a minute. Um, Harry Kane can't stop scoring, but then will this matches not be too much, knowing fully well that they need him to perform for them. I'm talking about Spurs now, um, in their fight for the top four. Uh, initially, my top four had Spurs at um, the top three, uh, but now they are not even in the top four. I think we have. Um, Arsenal, um, Newcastle, Arsenal, um, Man City, Newcastle, Man United. You know, I mean, in that, that those are the top four now in England, and it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So, but then, hey, 
hopefully they, they don't tap that his ankle you know hurricane with his ankle injuries but then he's is uh, scoring the goals for Spurs and um they, they got that win over Portsmouth uh Burnley uh they they, they started that round they defeated the Bournemouth four to away it's it's it, they knocked out Bournemouth is a Premier League side Burnley used to be a Premier League team got relegated last season uh, and then they, they, they are knocking Bournemouth out of the FA Cup uh, Blackpool did the same they knocked, this was they even trashed Nottingham Forest uh, this is the same Nottingham Forest that um, held Chelsea to a 1-1 one, one draw uh, in just some couple of games ago and um, they're getting beaten uh, black black and blue uh, by Blackpool <laughs> I didn't plan it, it just came out like that and, um, for Brentford and West Ham uh, I, I remember Brentford actually uh, humiliating West Ham in the Premier League but I think uh, West Ham they had the last laugh and they dumped them after the FA, FA Cup so hey, you know, it was a battle between two balanced Premier League teams and uh, I think uh, it's safe to say that Brentford were the, have been the more informed team going into that game but Brent, uh, West Ham showed all their experience said Ben Rama, he got that late goal in the 79th minute and they did their thing Fulham have been <laughs> in some series of form and they just threw past all City they did their thing Brighton uh, they may not be doing well in the Premier League, but uh, they, they, they didn't show any of that in the, in the FA Cup. They went to, 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 away to the Riverside and they dismantled, they, they dismantled Borough um, 5-1. Um, McAllister, the, the World Cup winner, uh, got two goals in that match. So, uh, uh, nice one, nice one for, uh, for, for Brighton, a confidence booster, a morale booster. Now, this one is, this one, is uh, one of the ones that, 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 that makes everywhere tick. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday. Newcastle United. I know it's not their first team because I think in one of the shows we're talking about Newcastle United's them depth. Um, and Sheffield Wednesday said, "Hey, that depth will test it in the FA Cup." And you know they just defeated them two two one. They scored first. Newcastle equalised and they scored the winning goal. I see. Scoring the first one is not a fluke. <laughs> we'll score the second one and they dump Newcastle out of the FA Cup. Well, this will allow Newcastle to concentrate on the top four. And if they get to finish in the top four, you know, they become more famous. They attract better players and they get to play in the Champions League. Leeds United, they came from two goals down to draw Cardiff. One of the Cardiff players, he used his hand, he became a goalkeeper, <laughs> although he was rightly sent off. And the penalty was given, but then the, the, the Leeds United player missed the penalty. But eventually, they got the uh, second goal that would force. Um, that replay in that match, but then let's talk about that match at Anfield and let us talk about it well. Let us talk about it well. Let us talk about it well. Let us talk, <laughs> let's just talk about it well. The the the, the match at Anfield. There's not much to say. Uh, the controversial incident is uh, the Mosala. Let me start from the Mosala zone. Now, it's a good goal in my own opinion because when they played, um, when the uh, was the midfielder. Played the ball, Mosala was rightly in that offside position. But when that defender made contact with that ball, he became he, he was not the last person that touched the ball. So automatically he played the uh, Monsala onside. And um Monsala scored that good goal. So that one, no, no talk for that. Good goal. But the real controversy, the real controversy is um that third goal that was scored very late by that time Wolves defender and was cancelled. Was cancelled. This very good goal. Uh, when VAR wanted to say, they said they didn't have camera angle. Can you hear? Um, they don't have camera angle to draw that line. My, 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 my problem is this. Must Liverpool be involved almost all the time? Almost all the time when these decisions are made or when these things are happening. Must Liverpool be involved? That's the question I'm asking. Please, send a text message with regards to that. That's the question I'm asking. Must Liverpool be involved? Why can't it just be another team? 
Why can it just be another team? Must it be Liverpool? Let it be Chelsea. Let it be Manchester City. Let it I'm not saying it doesn't happen with those other teams. It does. But the rate at which it happens at Liverpool games, it is too much. It is too much. It is too much. And it seems to favor them more uh, than against. So please, I don't know. What's the reason? For, because normally now, defending champions Liverpool should have been dumped out of that game. But hey, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, um, let, 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 hopefully, um, our web is back. Hopefully, fix up. We were talking about implementing one or two things. I, I hope they really fix up. I hope they really fix up with regards to that. Sure you get. So, um, clear go. Clear go. Unless you want to say otherwise. Clear go for me. Clear go for me. Anybody can see that. It was a clear goal, so hopefully in the replay, uh, justice is served because if Liverpool get to qualify, to pain everybody, <laughs> especially the Akbar faithfuls. So um, it is what it is. Um, Stephanie away at Villa Park, uh, they did the business. They did the business. They did the business. Um, for 85 minutes, they looked dead and buried. Aston Villa were in control of that game, but they did not get that second goal. You see that second goal in football? I call it the insurance goal. Sure you get. So that if I thought you will concede, you will know that okay, I can now defend the second goal. And you know, as a Premier League side, they should have been able to see it through. You know, they didn't do that, and you know, then Donka was caught sleeping, got sent off, played the penalty, scored, got a, a, a quick corner. You know, smart one. The defenders were sleeping, scored, and they got the famous win. Stephanie, away at Villa Park. I'm sure they will not forget. I'm sure this morning they will be watching the highlights. <laughs> so. Um, sorry for Aston Villa there. That's that's at home, you know, getting dumped. It reminds me of um, was it Bradford City that year that came to Stamford Bridge and defeated Chelsea for two? Or is it forward? It's crazy. It's crazy. But then, you know, I don't know Manchester City versus Chelsea. Um, just some days ago in the league, um, they actually gave Man City a run for their money. They played well. And um, to see the disaster that I watched yesterday, uh, is, it, it, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, is it that these guys don't train together? Is it that they, do, they don't understand the basic thing that you're supposed to do in football? Uh, what I can see from what that coach is doing is he's making the most of what he has now. Now, if they sack Graham Potter, who comes in? The mistake I felt they made, or I still feel they made as the owners, the new owners, the Todd Bowley and Co., they made is sacking Thomas Tuchel. Like I said, they should have left him till December and see if results will improve because. Thomas Tuchel is a world-class manager, you know, an experienced manager, and um, it would have less would have seen what he would have done. But now going to get um, Graham Potter, giving him that five-year deal, signing him, signing his chef. I'm just joking, anyways. You know, they signed his assistants, everybody. It's a complete package. Like they signed all his family and they brought them to Chelsea. So you can't fire. You have to fire all of them. And I can actually see Graham Potter trying to implement his ideas into the team because. We went. We stopped playing the back three. We were playing the black for uh, back back four. We stopped, we started playing players in their position. You get to see the likes of Pulisic playing, and that was preferred position from the left. Um, the only mistake he made yesterday, in my opinion, was playing Trevor Chaloba at the right back position. Shake it. And then what do you want him to do? He he. The starter there, Rich James, cannot cannot be fit to save his life. Since Aspiliqueta is old, he wanted to leave. It was with plenty begging that he stayed. You know that these new guys that he came, that he just. Be with this dressing room for this season and let's see what happens next season. You know, Chelsea should have gotten a right back. Now he was forced to play Trevor Chaloba there. And, you know, it was that's the only error. But every other thing, I think he was just trying to make the most because all our wingers, 
you cannot keep the ball away from Man City. They will keep the ball better than you. Uh, the way Thomas Tuchel used to play them, he played with the wing backs, so he stretched them, attacked them from the wide. All our white, all our white players are injured. Ben Chilwell, uh, Rhys James, Christian Pulisic, Ryan, Felling, Ryan Sterling, even the Akim Ziyech, that's a white player, had to play um, in the hole. I know he can play that position because he played it while he was at Ajax. But then, you know, that the body language is some of these players wants to leave. Just let them leave. Let them leave. I don't know what the likes of Akim Ziyech are still doing in that team if they want to leave. Christian Pulisic are still doing in that team if they want to leave. Loftus Cheeks is still in that team. I don't. I honestly don't know. A lot of bang average players, and um, you know, just doing. Um, I don't know. Is it, is it that they don't train? They don't understand each other's runs. There's something they call telepathy. Remember back in the day, Diego Costa once says Fabrica holds that ball like this. Diego Costa already knows where he's putting the ball and he's making the run. You know, and um, even Tammy Abraham and Jorginho back in the day. You know, you know these things. I don't know. You guys train together, and I really don't know what Chelsea's problem is. But then I must give them kudos. You know, they played Man City in the FA Cup, played them in the league, and played them in the FA Cup. So hey, they were unable to get one drop <laughs> for the three. So hey, I'm here to take my ball uh, with my chest. Uh, tonight, Oxford United they welcome Arsenal. And mind you, when the draw was made, the winner in this match uh, is going to face uh, Manchester City in the fourth round of the FA Cup. But then, hey, tomorrow, the FA Cup quarterfinals, I will see my United host Charlton Athletic and Newcastle Patu Leicester City. Uh, I think it's a straight win for my United, given that um, the terrific form they are in right now. But Newcastle and Leicester City, I remains to be seen. Um, it's a Premier League side. I'm sure Newcastle will not want to take it for granted. They'll probably want to put that cup in the bag and they'll probably want to play um, a strong score. So, I think I'll, I'll tip Newcastle um, to, to, to pull through in that one. But then, hey, Let's take a few calls. If you're just joining us, uh, this is the analysis segment of Talk Football Talk Sport. I've been flying solo. I remain your Australia, Jerry, from the Jades Wonder. Uh, we've been talking about all the results from over the weekend. Um, if you want to participate, uh, please feel free to call us on 0702-555-1045. 0702-555-1045. We have our first caller. Hello? Yeah, good morning. Anyala, how are you doing? I'm good, though. What's up with you now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what's up? Which of the results now? Thank you for beating me, Woto Woto. Okay. 
not just um, equalized and they didn't mix with their chances very well. And again, the um, the goal that Usman Dembele scored the act. So the goal should have been the goal should have been cancelled in your opinion. The Dembele goal. Okay. Day, as far as um, calls go, uh, that's the last call we can take today. Sorry, uh, but I think I have to sweat them text message. <laughs> Mr. T is here again. Mr. T from Akurea Franti. It's a uh, wonderful poem. Who is the author? Oh, okay. Sorry, I guess that message came in early. Um, it's, okay, this is the real message. It says, Shebi Desmond was seeing positives from the 1-0 loss to Man City on Friday. Now that they have beaten Chelsea positively by 4-0, I would love to hear him out, but him don't run from today's show. Like I said, Jerry don't already Bakamu about Chelsea. Good lad. <laughs> I just hope Man United will be able to stop Man City Shah. Uh, but if man you collect too, I know one year say he must no come show too because he was stylishly acquiring Chelsea on Friday. <laughs> uh, Francis, thank you um, for that one. Well, um, it is what it is. Um, ah, how do I close the show? How do I close the show? Okay, let me quickly take this one sir, before we close the show. Uh, in some transfer news, um, Didier Deschamps has extended his contract as France head coach until. Um, 2026 and is expected to remain in charge for a fourth World Cup. He led France to a um, World Cup glory in 2018 and lost the 2022 final in Qatar. He also reached the 2014 World Cup quarterfinals and Euros 2016 final. He has won 89, drawn 28 and lost 22 of his 139 matches in charge. The Shams has also helped France win the Nations League in 2021. That was the job Zinedine Zidane was waiting for and now the Shams has extended. Let's see what next um, for the day, we will get into this proper on football extract. Um, former Belgium manager Roberto Martinez is on the brink of becoming the new boss of Portugal. Uh, Martinez has been in talks to replace Fernando Santos, who stood down as manager after Portugal's quarterfinals loss to Morocco at the World Cup. Martinez also left his role with Belgium following their group stage exit in Qatar. Uh, this man, I don't know how he keeps getting his job. I feel he's a good manager. But then managing Portugal with all those stars, I hope he doesn't play that 3-5-2 negative football and um, allow the likes of Joao Felix and Rafael Leal flourish. Um, Portugal has some young, exciting lads. You should just give them a very good platform for them um, to try. Uh, but then that's all we can take on the show today. Thanks um, to everybody who listened and those of you that called in. Thanks so, so much. Um, Mr. T, <laughs> thank you so, so much for that. Um, text message. Supreme shout out to the legend himself, Musa Yaru, aka Yaru Yaski. Um, it was fun kicking it with you yesterday, senior man. Musa Yaru is just one of those very cool people uh, that just like everyone around him. Happy and smiling. I've continued to be real, boss. Appreciate you. Um, loads. Football Extract return this Wednesday by 5pm, so please try and make it a date with us. Um, also, don't forget Talk Football Talk Sports on Mondays. is now by 11am and on Fridays. Uh, by 4 p.m. We are still located at Empire Building Number One in Fejola Arulo Street behind BJ Philly Station. Layout, um, adjacent Udufo Makure on those states. So kindly patronize us by advertising, sponsoring, or promoting your goods and services with us here at Empire Radio, where you'll be guaranteed um, nothing but the very best service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. This is Jerry, a former DJ's Wonder, and I'm signing out.